Christian Warrior Women, the number one spot for women desiring the real, raw truth. How to live in confidence without doubts. The battle for your identity, faith, and courage in relationships, health, and wealth with God is real. Here is Lisa Hawkins, author, coach, and minister. Good day, ladies. I hope you're enjoying this beautiful Saturday, at least in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, in the U.S. It is hot. It's probably like 90 degrees here, but I am not complaining because we had a cold and rainy winter. So we are going to continue today. So I, I pray that you've got a private place, you've got your journal, and you have your Bible because we are in Joshua 5. And so we're going to start there. And I want to share um, two points. And the the key thing that you want to do as we're going through these Bible um, chapters in Joshua is I want you to read them for yourself. I'm going to read portions of them, but I'm going to talk about key um, areas for that particular chapter. So in every case, I'm not going to be reading the full chapter on this page. You guys can do that after the podcast um, when you're kind of meditating or waiting to hear on God. So definitely want to thank all of you who've been sending me messages. I think I clicked the thing also that you guys can send voicemail messages too. So love hearing your comments and I praise God for each of you. And I pray that the words that are shared today are going to touch your heart and give you an aha moment or help you reflect on how to grow stronger in your spirit, in your inner man, and faith in the Lord. So let's get to Joshua 5. A key scripture that I'm going to talk about is right in the beginning. And in verse 1, Joshua 5 verse 1, as you guys are finding that, it states in the NIV version, Now when all the Amorite kings west of the Jordan and all the Canaanite kings along the coast heard how the Lord had dried up the Jordan before the Israelites until they had crossed over, their hearts melted in fear and they no longer had the courage to face the Israelites. And as we read earlier, the stories of how it was almost the it was almost the reenactment of Moses, but obviously without Pharaoh. But these were a new group of people who weren't born when many of the other things that happened when they escaped Israel and what the Lord did. But they were getting the benefits of the manna from heaven. And I'm sure many of them had heard the stories, but now God, before their own eyes, was letting them have their experience, which is also special. And when I read that, and I'm sure when you hear that, the Lord can bring something different to your mind. But uh, something that happened in my life that the Lord brought to mind when I was reading that today was I remember I was it was during the time that I was really seeking God and I was serving and I was, I was spread thin, but I was hungry for God and I was 
serving like in five different ministries. And I loved what I was doing because I really felt I was getting filled and it was definitely Holy Spirit oriented. And I'll never forget my ex-husband was happened to be visiting and I can't remember what we were supposed to do, but I remember when he left, he stated to me and suggested that I shouldn't be so involved in so many things and that I should really, you know, look at dropping a couple of things because I was spread thin. And literally he left to go back to his home because he lived out of state. And as he was driving, he wound up in a car accident and he was he was fine, but the the, the cars were, were banged up. But during the car accident, the Lord showed him that he was wrong to have said what he said to me. And he called me literally from the accident before the police and before the folks got there. He called me and apologized, was apologizing on the phone and said, I should have never said what I said to you. And I was like, oh, I didn't take it to be offensive. And he was like, no. He was like, when the car accident happened, the Lord like flashed the words he had said to me. And he knew in that quick vision of that car accident that he was in the wrong to have spoken against the work and everything I was doing in ministry. And it put such a fear in him that he told me that he would never hinder or say anything about what I do for God. And it struck him with such a fear that it struck me with a fear that I didn't put too much sense behind what he had said about that because I'm, and to be honest, I'm always kind of doing a lot of things. <laughs> and so, but he knew that he was wrong to have spoken against what I was doing for God. And it was such a, a special moment. And he has shared with so many people how the Lord has, he doesn't mess with God's business, that the Lord put the fear in him in that experience that changed his life. And so sometimes we think that our enemies or people do things to us and nothing happens. And because you don't see it doesn't mean nothing happens. And you may have forgotten about what someone did to you that was wrong, but God never forgets. And God always um, answers and takes care of his debts. God pays his debts when we may not even be, may not care or may not even think about it. He is always working on our behalf. So when I read that first part of Joshua, the Lord brought that to mind and I wanted to share that with you. So as you go down, you'll see how then Joshua had circumcised, I'll call them the new crop of Israel because most of the folks who came out of Egypt, they were circumcised. And now um, the Lord instructed him to circumcise the people who were his people. And it comes back to us again. What do we need to, I look at it as, what do we need to cut out of our lives so that we could be pleasing and we could be holy 
before God. We have that ability. We don't, we have the ability to, to move people out of our lives who are maybe bringing us down or stealing our joy. And sometimes as Christians, we just think that we're supposed to just put up with junk and have people treat us terribly. And we're supposed to just deal with it because we serve Christ and we suffer for the Lord. No, that is not what the word says. And and your goal in life is not to be around people that are going to make you feel miserable. You're not ministering 24-7 with other folks. Living the life before the Lord does include joy, does include pleasure, and does include laughter. And these are experiences we should be seeking. And you have some people that, you know what, you need to remove them from your life, but it doesn't stop you from praying for them. So I would ask you today, if you have people who are stealing your relationship from the Lord, they're stealing your joy, they're stealing your, that you're sharing your faith and they're giving you a lot of doubt and, and, you know, just speaking badly about you personally, um, and you feel that being around them, then you pray for them and you balance the amount of time you spend with them. So circumcision, also you can circumcise from your mind things that are depleting your your faith and your abilities. For example, I meet women all the time who they think they're overweight or they don't think they're smart enough to get promoted or they think they'll never get out of debt. Well, all of those, that those are lies. That's not God's truth. That's your doubts. And the thing that I would share, if you spend a significant amount of time in worry and in anxiety um, or fear, then I would question your level of faith. You can't have both. So if you struggle um, often and for days and that's just part of your lifestyle of worry and fears and anxiety, then you are living pretty much a faithless life because you can't have faith and be worrying about tomorrow as well. Now you might say, well, at least I just have, I have a little faith. Well, what I'm talking about is remove and remove your worry and replace it with God's truth. You have to make a decision. You have to come to a place in the road where you decide no matter how rough or tough things look, God is for me. And so this leads me to the second piece that I want to talk about in Joshua 5. So let's go down to verse verse 13. Let me make sure. I don't wear reading glasses, but let me make sure that that is 13. Yes, 13. (laughs) Now, when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Then Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence 
and asked him, What message does my Lord have for his servant? The commander of the Lord's army replied, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. So I know I want to talk about that we know that the Lord gave Joshua a command and told him that he would lead the people as Moses did and he would he would be the person who would that God shined brightly upon as he led the Israelites. And you might say, well, you know, if I had, you know, an angel with a sword, you know, guiding and leading me, then I probably would be better off. Well, you might not be setting cat a whole nation free, but you can set people free. And how is that? Does not the word state that we have angels surrounding us? So if we have angels who are guiding and leading us, then can we not raise our faith? Can we not believe that when the Lord gives us something to do, that he not only equips us, but he sends his heavenly hosts to ensure that we are successful in what he's called us to do. So maybe you don't believe me. So let me go to the scripture to share with you where the word says that you have angels that are round about you. Would that make sense? Because we know in scripture about Daniel, and if you don't, if you read about Daniel, find about Michael. But I want to go to Hebrews 1 and 14. And the word says, if you want to get there, it's Hebrews 1 and 14. And it says, are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation. Well, who are those who are inheriting salvation? You're on this podcast as a Christian warrior woman. If you've accepted Christ, then you are an inherit you're a person that has inherited the kingdom of God. You've inherited salvation. So, we have Angels that are ministering spirits sent to serve. So when we are wondering how we're going to get through something, maybe you could be in school and wondering, how am I going to pass this test? Maybe you've had an exam before and you felt like you failed and then you found out you passed and you were in shock. Have you ever had that happen? I have. And I was like, an angel must have taken this test because I don't know how I got that grade. Right. So there are things that happen in our lives that we know may be saved in a car accident and um, miss death. There's so many things that we can look at in our daily lives and say, surely it, it's terrible to say in the world we live in coming home safe and sound with your your family 
and your loved ones is now that you know that the angels of the Lord are guarding and protecting you. So many people between terrorists and just um, people who lose their mind and shooting up in different places that you know, being grateful that when you leave your house and come back, that you thank God for his hedge of protection around you and his angels. So let's look at Hebrews 13, 2. It says, do not forget to show hospitality to strangers for by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. That means we have people out and around and about us that we don't, we never know who we might meet as a stranger that could truly be an angel. What, what a special, what a special idea and thought. So when you look through the, the word of God, you will find that the Lord talks about angels and how they protect us. Right. If we look at Matthews 18:10, see that you not do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. Psalms 34:7 is a favorite. Psalms 34:7, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. There's your angel right there. Psalms 91:11, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Now, some of you, your ways might not always be holy, but guess what? God says, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Not just when you go to church, not when you just go to work, but in everything that you are doing. Psalms 103 and 20. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. So when we think about that Joshua, wow, look at all of these mighty things that Joshua did because he had God. He had, you know, angels who were the commander of all the angels was there by his side. Well, you have for your life angels that are by your side. And the stronger that you press into God, the mightier the angels are going to do in your life and the manifestations that you are going to see. And that's my prayer for you today, that you not only activate the power that God has given you, but you activate your faith and you say, I need to circumcise myself from worry, from fret, from anxiety, financial woes. Maybe you're trying to find a job. Maybe you have health issues, whatever it may be, because I want you to put your trust in God and put your trust in the word that he says, they guard me. They are around me in all my ways. And in, so in everything that's going on in your life, you have angels round about you. So let's activate them by our faith, by the word of God. And let's be thankful to God and give him praise 
and every every chance we get where we can praise God for the for the good news of I came home today safe. My family, my children are safe. My family is well and healthy. We put so much emphasis in money and we forget about the wealth that we have in our life. And there are so many people with money that wish that they could buy their health, that they could buy their happiness. I meet so many young people or couples who, when they talk about in their struggle of growing up maybe poor or in their struggle, their memories are so pure. And so the bond that um, that was created amongst these children or this family in their time of poverty, no money could be put on that. So then when the Lord blessed them to come out of poverty, they had such a wise mindset and such a close-knit family that sometimes we don't recognize what the Lord is doing in our lives in this time of struggle. But we need to see what else is happening besides the fact that I need money or, or maybe I'm struggling to buy food. Maybe this is our time to extend our faith and to say to the Lord his word and to say, I hold you, Lord, at your word as true and I believe it. And no matter what my circumstances look like, I trust you. If you have read the Christian Warrior Woman book, you would have read where I was paralyzed for a time. And in that moment, I did not worry about would I never walk again. I wish I could tell you that I have that prayer 24-7. I know that I don't. But in that moment, I had a remarkable um, faith in that moment. And I was willing and accepted your will be done. But I said in that moment, I trust you, Lord. And as you, you'll read in that chapter, literally the Lord had an angel or something. I have to assume it's an angel. It was a being that, that I could not see, but I heard them wand my body from head to toe. And I was able to walk and got out of that bed instantly. And I will never forget that sound. So if you are struggling or know someone that is struggling with sickness or disease, I, I promise you that if you focus on your faith and if you feed your inner man and that you dedicate yourself to know and to remove all your doubts, fears, anxieties, and worries, that God will fill you with a peace and will bring you a, a healing to your mind and body that is beyond your imagination. So I send that to you. I stand in agreement with you. I send love and I send peace and know that God is always for you and never against you and that you should always walk and know that we serve a risen Savior and he is always looking to bless his daughters. So I want you to be of good cheer and have a blessed day. And I will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye.